Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. This is Rich Lee at St. Bonaventure University, and welcome to Tap Into Greater Oleans weekly podcast. Um, today is Veterans Day. We have some um, Veterans Day you know, ceremonies going on throughout the Greater Olean area, including one here on campus uh, later this morning. Um, but for today's podcast, um, have a special guest. We have a, a World War II veteran who happens to be my father. Guy Lee. Uh, Dad, um, welcome to um, your first podcast at the age of 94. Good morning to everybody. Okay. Um, I wanted to, I mean, you know, obviously talk about your service during World War II, but, um, you know, I thought we might start off with, you know, here we are in 2016, you know, there's, we still celebrate Veterans Day. It's been, you know, a number of years since you were in the service, but um, what does, you know, Veterans Day mean to you when it comes around every November? Well, many, many memories. Uh, most of them good, thank God. And okay. uh, at this uh, point in life, I kind of look back at it and to a, a time that uh, very few people can remember. So, uh, other than that, uh, I'm happy I came out of it. Uh, with all of my limbs, uh, and uh, many did not. Yeah, uh, that's most true. Of, and... Most of my time uh, was spent in a theater of operations that does not have the notoriety that uh, D-Day had at Normandy uh, since it took place in three parts of Southeast Asia, uh, and it was called aptly the China-Burma-India Theater. Mm-hmm. We had a very strange uh, mission, uh, which was to try to get a, a pipeline installed from uh, Calcutta, India, over the Burma Road into uh, Kunming, China, uh, which we were successful in getting done uh, some thousand miles through uh, unbelievable terrain. But, as you would suspect, we got the pipeline going, gasoline going through it, and the war ended. Which we were all happy about. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Uh-huh. Let's. Um, I wanted to maybe kind of go back and you know tell the story, or, or you know, I know we've talked about it, but I, I probably don't know like some of the details. Like, um, how old were you when you joined, you know, the, the army, or in like what year was that? So. That was in 1943, mm-hmm. which would have put me at about 19. Okay. And what was happening in terms of the war at that point? Well, we were just starting to uh, have things go our way. Uh, mm-hmm. Perhaps, you know, not the way it was two years later, but mm-hmm. uh, if you were a little optimistic, and you kind of had to be, uh, you could see that uh, 
we would uh, we were going to win it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it, uh, I, I can well recall the news coming through, uh, and then later on on September second on the Missouri. Uh, in particular, since September second happened to be my birthday. I know, yeah, it's an important date in your life. So. Yeah, I can't forget it. <laughs> yeah. Now, what was the mood of the country like? I mean, you were 19, was, you know, were most people, like young men your age, you know, just, you know, feeling like, you know, they had to do their part and, you know, get into the, you know, one of the branches of the military? Yeah, no question about that. Uh, uh, anyone in my age, I guess, were influenced by some of the war movies, uh, but uh, uh, army life uh, at that time was uh, kind of simple until uh, back uh, in uh, 1943 when uh, all the training was finished uh, and we ended up on a train in Louisiana that took us out to the the West Coast, where we picked up a uh, Army transport uh, ship that took us over to uh, the destination, which at that time was uh, uh, even had a different name then, to Bombay, India. Okay. We, oh. Okay. You know, I know there, before, we before had, you went, yeah. Yeah. as I say, before you, you know, yeah went over to India, you were at a couple of spots in the States. I, mean, where, um, I know Arkansas was one, if I recall correctly. You you do. Arkansas, uh, uh, I was, believe it or not, the Army had a training program of which I got into where I was at uh, Arkansas State University for a short time. Uh, studying engineering, and then uh, I guess with uh, D-Day lurking in the future, uh, Congress in their wisdom decided not to have such a program, so we had all these young guys studying, they might do, make a better contribution to the war effort, so they dropped the slide rules and picked up rifles. Oh, okay. Uh, that was about yeah. the story. Then. The uh, yeah. the, uh, the troop ship was a, another quite a, an experience living with a bunch of guys and bunks were four high. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how and, long did uh, it take you to get to India? My recollection is that uh, it was approximately 40 days from the West Coast, Mm -hmm. primarily because we were not moving in a straight line. Mm -hmm. There was always a concern about submarines. It took us a long time, and the worst part about it, you can imagine a couple thousand guys uh, being without... a freshwater shower, yeah, <laughs> was not that too pleasant. So, yeah, but, I, you know, I, I can imagine. 
Yeah. Now, what I'm just trying to think as, you know, being 19 years old, or maybe you're a little older at that point, but, you know, you had spent all your life in the U.S., probably most of it in the New York, you know, city area. Um, what were your thoughts about going to India? I mean, did you have, you know, in your mind, well, you know, what did course. you think you were going to see when you got there? Uh, elephants. <laughs> uh-huh. but, uh, this was, uh, but India was still uh, under uh, British control. Uh, big difference from today. Uh, you know, and Pakistan was just part of India, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we took some unbelievable kinds of transport. Uh, from Bombay up to where we finally uh, caught a plane that uh, took us uh, over Burma, and uh, we dropped dropped us off into uh, uh, an airfield in China, uh, all of which was another adventure. But mm-hmm. I had okay. some difficulty in getting into the plane because I was then as I am today, a skinny little kid. The guy behind me had to kind of push me up the steps. Wow. So, um, and you talked about what the work you did over there, which you know was to get that pipeline in place. Um, how how long were you in India? Or? I, I would say we were in India maybe uh, maybe two months. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But uh, it, uh, see, uh, I think I indicated the the gasoline, aviation gasoline at that time, there was only one way to get it into the 14th Air Force, and that was by plane. Uh, Mm -hmm. So to have a pipeline, and incidentally, the... I, there were many, many uh, engineering companies uh, in this uh, program uh, because it was not just uh, my company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were spread up and down the uh, Burma Road depending on distance between the outfits depended on the terrain. If you were downhill that's one way the pipeline went. If it was uphill, you had a pump stations. Okay. So it was interesting, yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, um, I'm just trying to get my timing down. You said almost as soon as the pipeline was done, the war ended. Were you still in India then? Or uh, I know you you know, came back home because your mother, my grandmother, you know, was ill, so they were able to you know, send you back home. Were you, had the war ended when you were on your way back to the States? Uh, yeah. Let's see, I got back uh, in November of 45, and the war had ended on it. Again, fortunately, on my birthday. But, uh, uh, you know, it was quite a quite a scene coming back. Uh, way, uh, yeah, that's what I was interested in. I mean, what the, I mean, coming back as a, you know, as a soldier at that time when, you know, the the country was, I'm sure, not as divided as it's now or oh, has no. been maybe since Vietnam. But, I mean, what was the mood like when you, you know, got back to the U.S.? Oh, 
jubilant. Uh, you know, and if you uh, were had just recently, you know, been discharged, it, it was uh, they they made life as easy as possible. Uh, mm-hmm. The coming back was like a scene out of a Metro Golden Mayo movie. Since uh-huh. uh, we came in, I guess near Fort Hamilton, and uh, mm-hmm. went by uh, Lady Liberty, and uh, the ship, uh, like a ferry boat, came out with a big band uh, playing uh, a sentimental journey, mm-hmm. and uh, a few guys. Jumped in to swim. I was not oh. one of them, but okay. it was uh, it was fun to see all that. Uh, but it was just a a, a different time. So. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it sounds like some of those scenes we've seen in the movies are not just really about. romanticized that much. Like that's the way it really was. So. No, yeah. but uh, they had there was something called the uh, uh, 5220 club where the uh, if you didn't want to go back to work immediately they would uh, you got $20 a week for a year uh-huh. mm-hmm. uh, I which i guess at that time out. was yeah yeah it was not yeah, i mean oh, yeah. i don't know if it was enough to live on but it was you know more than you know, $20 went a lot further back then than it does now. So. Oh, sure. Bought a lot of beer, as I recall. But, uh, oh, okay. We uh, had, uh, I, I, for some reason, in the uh, spring of 46, I uh, enrolled as a night student at uh, St. John's University. It was a mm-hmm. good, good move. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, that it. was. Yeah, yeah. The GI Bill made it possible for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, thousands of others to get a college education. So. Yep. Well, I got mine. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, but a lot of the uh, things that uh, uh, that you recall on these days, uh, even in as somewhere around two thousand. Fifteen, uh, the people were still trying to help you. Uh, yeah. I was in a, uh, a liquor store, a local one, uh, mm-hmm. and the gentleman in front of me had a uh, you know cardboard carton with a lot of wine and hard liquor in it, and I had just one bottle of spirits. And as I was waiting patiently behind him, he. Told the uh, checkout uh, person, put his liquor on my bill. I protested. Uh, I said, "No, I, I'm not destitute. I have enough money." And it was embarrassing for a minute, uh, but he insisted. So, and uh, he recognized the World War II background since I have uh, one of those hats that says "World War II Veteran." Mm-hmm. So, despite my protest, he paid for my my bottle. Uh, well, I'm sure you, I, um, I he felt good about it, and yeah, I'm sure you deserved it. But that, yeah, I, I know we had 
talking about that, but I'm, I'm glad you're able to share that story. That you know, you know, just well, even in current times, was, where, yeah. When I uh, mentioned it to many friends and relatives, I was besieged by uh, uh, requests. They said, "What? Where do I buy a hat like that?" So uh-huh. We all got a little bit of a laugh out of it. Yeah. But um yeah, but, I guess uh, he didn't have any doubt you, yeah. But um so um the other okay, thing, well, that really, this, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Yeah. We had very our, our casualties were I guess much lower than we would have had if since we uh, we were stationed uh, at that time in China and uh, I think uh, the Japanese uh, army were between us and, uh, say, coming out of Burma, so that every time they got pushed, they were pushing them towards where we were, and they uh-huh. would, and there were really only about 200 of us. Fortunately, uh, there was a big battle and. The, whatever was left of the uh, Japanese forces were, uh, shall we say, uh, eliminated. So, but it's all over. I'm home. Okay. Yeah. Just a memory at the moment. Oh. Yeah. When, as you said, you were fortunate to come back and fortunate to come back with all your limbs and and also fortunate that you know things like the GI bill were around which enables you to go to college and then have a successful business career so um it's you know you know that's kind of the stories those are the things that we think about on veterans day so and i also um, met your mother that is true yeah and you know would not have happened and I wouldn't be here doing this podcast if that one, you know, hadn't happened. So, um, we're, we're, yeah, we're actually, you know, just about out of time, but, you know, this has been great. I'm sure the people listening have enjoyed it, you know, you know, as we, you know, do different things on Veterans Day. So, um, I'm going to sign off, but, you know, you know, dad, thanks for being my guest this week on the tap into greater OEN podcast. And, um, uh, usually I sign off and, you know, tell people I'll see you soon, but I know I will see you over the weekend. So I'll you know, yep. wish you a happy Veterans Day. Thank um, you. Happy, okay. Uh, folks who are listening, you know, thanks for, thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, and then um, we'll be back next week with another podcast um, at 10 a.m. Um, you can look for updates on our website, tap into Greater Olean. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Once again, my name is Rich Lee. Um, Thanks to everyone for listening, and a happy Veterans Day to all. Thank you.